You can All right, everyone. Out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Allentown Presents Spotlight Series. It is now November <laughs> 2020. Thank God this year's almost done. Yay! We are here with the Texas Boys and November's yeah. theme, the yeah, Spooky Boys, excuse me. November's theme yeah. is <laughs> war movies. So we tried to narrow it down to just war movies that were American conflicts, uh, just because there's about a jillion war movies that exist in the world, and we needed some sort of frame to what we were doing to kind of narrow it down a little bit. So we started with America's kind of first war. First war. (laughs) First official war, I guess. The Revolutionary War with the Mel Gibson classic, The Patriot. Now, what did everybody think about The Patriot? It was fucking lit. That was the first time I had ever seen that movie. And I was fucked up like the whole time. (laughs) Pretty intense. It is a very intense movie. I saw that movie. I don't know. When did that movie come out? Like fucking. Like 2000. 2000. I saw that movie shortly after it came out. And just every time it's on, I'm like, yeah, that's a stop down movie. I love that movie. It's so <laughs> it's so it's so ridiculous, but so good at the same time. So didn't expect a revolutionary war film to be as intense as it was. Very intense. This movie, okay, so like I legit I hadn't seen it in maybe like I guess 10 years, something like that. And so like it was just super duper duper emotional in some of the spots. I'm like, God damn, that hit really hard. That movie this movie made me tear up way too many times. And I don't know if it was because I, I was smoking a lot of weed at the time, or maybe I just felt super patriotic. But I just know this movie made me cry a lot. And it was just like, really, it wasn't like bitchy cry. It was like, man, that was really amazing acting type of, yes. like, wow, I, that moved me. Yeah. I know it was Emma's first time. Greg, you said it was your first time too? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And what'd you think? Loved it. Um, didn't realize going into it that the that Mel Gibson's character, the protagonist, was going to be an expert in guerrilla tactics. So the minute he and his two boys went on that attack to uh, retrieve the eldest, that's when I was hooked on the film. Although I will say, I, I, overall, I wanted his kids to just be better. Not bitch made. <laughs> <laughs> in, in so many ways, uh, the eldest for bringing the drama to begin with over to the to family home. Uh, the one, the one of the younger boys who decided he wanted to be a little bitch made after he, after uh, killing a bunch of people, which I guess I can forgive because that's kind of scarring. But you were just fine when you're killing all those people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, his is is his youngest daughter who wanted to act all. I don't want. I don't want to speak to you. I hope you never come back. Even though you're serving your country. Like she was clearly old enough to understand that he has had a duty to fulfill, but she wanted to act all. She got better. She did. Daddy, I'm at, doing this. I'll see whatever you want. At the last second, when I got first, okay, first you want to leave me with the hurt that you're never that you're not going to speak to me, and then you want to leave me with the hurt of oh, oh, this is how exactly. we depart from each other. You're in tears and begging me not to leave. Exactly. I have to leave now. We we could have had all this time to bond. I just wanted his kids to be better. Greg, welcome to kids. Like. Hundred percent. How they are. Hundred percent. You're a teacher, 100%. sir. You know exactly. Yeah. Kids are irrational. This is just monsters. how little kids are. Like it doesn't matter that he's fighting a war. He could just be going to the grocery store, and that kid would throw a goddamn fit. Like, Daddy, don't leave me. Oh, yeah. 
Like y'all know I take anything. No, I'll be right back. I'll I'll be back. <laughs> y'all know I, y'all know I thrive on on hate for children. Yeah. Okay, so I have a fun fact about the uh, guerrilla warfare thing, actually. So his character uh, is actually based on Francis Marion, also known as the Swamp Fox, who was uh, not only instrumental in the revolution in South Carolina, but he was one of the founders of modern guerrilla warfare. So yes. him being just a fucking badass with that tomahawk and throwing down in the bushes was legitimate like that was a real dude in the revolution that he was based off of so he was that that guy francis marion was also garbage <laughs> he was a really terrible person well yes everyone well, he also had he also had a feminine name critical to person. the building foundations of this country yes <laughs> you're not wrong at all <laughs> you can still be a piece of shit it's all right oh yeah most of them oh, were it's america jack yeah, yeah. <laughs> founded and run by pieces of the shit. Okay, so for those of you who have never seen The Patriot, first how? off, how? Secondly, stop what you're doing and go watch this fucking film because it's great. But recording off like two and a half. Is, and a, is about the American Revolution. It follows uh, Mel Gibson's character, Ben Benjamin Martin. Martin. Benjamin Martin. Ben Martin, yeah who is a single dad with seven kids living in South Carolina on a plantation. <laughs> Take your shirt off. Rip around your head. On a free plantation. Yeah, on he doesn't free, own the slaves. Uh, free plantation. Free plantation. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they free slaves in South Carolina. That was normal. The revolution is happening. And if you've seen or listened to Hamilton, which you have to have by now, uh, you know oh. <laughs> that America was fed up with Britain's shit and we weren't going to take any more of them charging us their insane taxes. So let's rap. So let's fucking fight. So <laughs> <laughs> rap battle. <laughs> yeah, rap battle. So the revolution, the war has started basically and it's making its way down to South Carolina where Benjamin and his family live. His oldest son, Gabriel, played by Heath Ledger, is 19 and very eager to join the war. His dad forbids him several times, but finally when the government uh, or the Congress of South Carolina decides that they're going to join the fight, Gabriel's like, fuck it, I'm signing my draft slips, like, we're in. And he leaves to go be part of the war. Like, five minutes later... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like months have passed, but five minutes later in the movie, Gabriel comes back on his way to like deliver letters or some shit and he's injured. So his family gives him refuge and then all hell breaks loose. The American soldiers end up on their plantation and they give them aid. And then the British soldiers come and they're like, how fucking dare you? Why would you give anybody aid that's not British? We're killing everybody. So they capture gabriel because he has all the letters and they shoot one of mel gibson's kids because he was acting crazy and tried to attack the officers for stealing his brother they torch the plantation they still freed slaves quote unquote quote, unquote <laughs> the sharecroppers the sharecroppers right. um, <laughs> yeah they they take all of them and basically the british is like 
or the British general played by Lucius Malfoy, Jason Isaacs, he's like, fuck you guys, we're out. And he leaves Mel Gibson and his other six kids to just watch their property burn. Well, this is all Heath Ledger's fault, by the way. Yes. All his fault. Hey, all his hey, fault. hey, hey. They didn't have to take care of them soldiers. No, nah, he wanted to be a soldier so goddamn bad. Don't bring your ass back to the house. Okay? Yeah, you're right. He didn't bring them back. They were fighting on the front lawn, bro. Yes, it's not like, exactly. it's not like they followed him by the himself. Came to them. He looked outside. No. They were having the war in his goddamn crops. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> he, he also wanted to bring all those people up on the porch and take care of them. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, he, 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 he added, he added to I'm not really blaming Heath here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Lucius Malfoy had no idea, uh, and nor did the audience, that Benjamin Martin is fucking hard ass. So as soon as the British soldiers like have turned tail and left, he and his two younger sons that are still alive uh, grab all the weapons in the house and run into the forest so they can ambush these British soldiers and free their brother Gabriel. Well... Mel Gibson tells his kids, you reload, one of you reloads, the youngest one will reload, the oldest one shoots, uh, you just do what you got to do, and I'll just, and I'll do, I'll do, handle the rest. I'll be back. I'll be back. Minutes. I'll be back. And his kids are like, the fuck? But they do it anyways. They, they, follow, they, they follow what he's going to say. They roll up on the British, they're hiding in the trees, and attack. Now, the British freak the fuck out, as you would if you're just getting, like, randomly Murdered. attacked. Gunshot from out of nowhere, and they proceed. These three boy, three men, well, two boys and a man. They're, they're men now. <laughs> they're men now, even though they're no choice. Six. They took lives. They're men. Yeah, <laughs> they proceed to decimate like twenty soldiers, twenty British soldiers, to Jeez. save their brother. It gets down to the end. They're out of ammo. There's like five soldiers left and Mel Gibson goes ham with a tomahawk on these folks. Like, God, that was stressful. Like, <laughs> Starring his young son for life, apparently. Hell yeah. It's, well, I mean, it was only that last soldier where he was hacking him and just taking out his anger on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like Greg said, if you weren't interested in this movie already, by the time this man goes crazy with the tomahawk, you are hooked. You like will. there's no, you, you can't just stop watching the movie after that. It's impossible. Yeah, all that was 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Legit. Yeah, that's the first 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> I want to watch it again now. Shit. Okay, so <laughs> after uh, they just destroy all these people and Gabriel gets free, they Mel Gibson decides he's going to join the revolution too, basically. Like, they fucking killed my other son. They kidnapped Gabriel. I had to make my little kids, like, murder some folks. I will join the revolution. And he goes and talks to like the main guy and head of the South Carolina army. And he's like, oh yeah, I remember you from when we fucking fought in, when we were in Britain. Like, let me give you a high ass command, even though you've never fought on American soil. Yes, Fuck he has. They were in the, that was the French Indian War, French which was Indian fought War. in America. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So he was like, fuck it. You can be like a colonel because you're amazing. So <laughs> he gets a very high military honor. And then the war like he joins the war now that's just how they get into the fighting of this film the rest of this film like the next two hours of this film <laughs> are how benjamin martin and his like 
little band of misfits of people from like the podunk cities in South Carolina where he was militia. Militia, militia. yes. (laughs) Where his little militia of people or a little group of militiamen just fucking decimate British soldiers left and right. If you are uncomfortable watching people die, maybe don't watch this movie because there's so (laughs) many people just getting slaughtered nonstop. This is a really good movie if you are interested in guerrilla tactics and learning kind of where that came from and how it was used in the early form of war. Um, I know that they, the people in this movie, all of the members of the militia had to train for two months in how to do proper guerrilla warfare. Yeah, turn your head. (laughs) The the guerrilla warfare and the hand-to-hand combat, they had to train for two months to do proper military um, guerrilla warfare. So everything in the movie in that regard is accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if you're just sleeping under a rock, like America won... (laughs) One and oh, baby. Sure, Dad. One and oh, baby. There's no spoilers here because this film takes place in seventeen in the seventeen seventies. So yeah, so this movie is just the rest of the war. You get to see the end, and you get to see the British surrender. There's a lot of complex storylines interwoven with um, Jason Isaac's character because he turns out to be like the main douche. Of the British Army, you bet. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, but there's a lot of really cool scenes. There's a lot of amazing fight scenes, and yeah, that's all I got. So uh, I'll add something really quick. So this movie, uh, the director Roland Emmerich, uh, this dude made all the movies, all the big ones of our lives. Uh, let me see. Uh, one of the first big ones that I know we all, uh, well, me and Steve probably, Universal Soldier. I know Justin loves it too. Oh, Universal shit. Soldier. And then big Independence Day, Godzilla was horrible. But I mean, Day After Tomorrow, he Matthew was Broderick, all about, yeah, that shitty one. Oh, I like that one. He's got a, he's got a bunch of trash movies on his resume. Yeah. <laughs> but White House we Down. can't hear you, by the way. He's got to fulfill fantasies and then do real stuff. Wow. <laughs> White, White House Down. Like, good Lord, man. He's just got fucking. <laughs> Fucking trash fire after trash fire. It, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> but uh, there's tons of stars. Just about everybody in this movie is amazing and did mm-hmm. really cool stuff. And then the music was by John Williams. Yep. And and yeah. if you listen to our podcast, you know how I feel about John Williams. I love the man, but a lot of his songs sound the same. And I make fun of him, but it, the music was <laughs> pretty good in this movie. Would, I actually would you feel that way it. if you hadn't watched the whitest kids you know skits? <laughs> no, there's some things Accurate. like like the Superman theme mixed into what Leia's theme. Uh, there are spots where you could actually put them together and they would just like work. But that's just him. He likes certain keys. Well, so I'd like I'm you to write it. the music for fucking 900 oh. and thousand films. Hey, I know. So, uh, no, this movie's great. Uh, all the right people came together to do this movie and everyone loved it. Uh, I know Spike Lee had some issues with it. A lot of people actually had issues with how. Uh, Mel Gibson operated in this movie because he's like a cool guy that had like people around just doing stuff, but they weren't slaves. And they were like, they're probably slaves. They're like, no, they're free. We work this land. 
Those are probably slaves. And a lot of people thought it was a cop out. <laughs> and he wasn't just like a cool guy with slaves. And he was just like, nah, nah, they're not slaves. You know, shifty eyed. But uh, yeah. But no, it, it's, the movie's amazing. So. Oh, I actually have a fun fact. Um, what's his name? Jason Isaacs. So I didn't realize uh, when they were working on Avatar The Last Airbender, not the movie, that movie's terrible, but the cartoon. Um, they actually, Admiral Zhao, so he was the one that was trying to kill the moon in the first book. Uh, that sounded a really stupid sentence, but it means a lot. Uh, but he was trying to kill the moon. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. They were looking for someone like Tavington, and they were like, why don't we just call Jason Isaacs to do it? And Jason Isaacs was like, yeah, I'll be in your show. And so they got him. I'll murder the moon. Yeah, I'll kill the moon. Fuck it. And so they actually got Jason Isaacs to be a voice in the show because of what he did in The Patriot. Uh, so I thought that was really cool because I didn't realize that was his voice because he has a really good evil voice. And he uh, loves yeah. he loves doing terrible things to kids and men. Americans, like, yeah. Actually, a lot Shit. of kids. Yeah. He likes fucking with kids. He's really good at that. Yep. It's like a Harry Potter. Yep. But yeah. Okay, so also, I have some fun facts before we get into oh, it. Um, Same. I love that movie. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, the Gadsden flag, or the "Don't Tread on Me" flag, is <laughs> is seen um, in the background of the final battle of this film. It is. It was created in 1778, and uh, though the flag has always been yellow, it is shown as orange in this. And I think that was just to be like, our flag's dirty as fuck because we've been fighting with it for years. Um. The historical accuracy of the film was overseen by the Smithsonian, and it was the very first film that the Smithsonian was ever involved in. So apparently before this movie came out, nobody gave a fuck about historical accuracy. <laughs> interesting. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Um, a lot of historical inaccuracy in the movies. Yes. The British the British also never burned churches full of people, but you don't know that. You, you don't know that. There's probably that douchebags. Never happened. Yeah, you don't know that. It never happened. They they took that from uh, World War II. The Nazis did that, and they used yeah. it in yeah. this film. You don't know that. Hate the British. Were you there? I the do Nazis know that. Were you there? Were you there? It never happened. Yeah. Were you there? Were you, was, <laughs> it never was, happened. Was Wally watching from the sidelines? <laughs> Steve, as they were you How do you know there weren't free slaves? <laughs> I didn't say anything about slaves, sir. They're, they're, they're called freed men, not free slaves. Well, but how, how, how you didn't know that, that, that those people weren't free? Were you there? Nobody just, was there. Shut oh, up. Judging by his garb and head, hey, head hey, he didn't, I didn't say never. You said they didn't. They didn't so they do that. Did. They never did that. There's no record of them ever doing that. Mm-hmm. that Why would right. there be, though? Because oh, they wiped oh, it, oh, man, because it's, it's dirty. You got a clean history. Why watch it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, we clean that out of the history books. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. You know how much history's gotten knocked out of history books? <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, the character of Major Villanueva is based on Marquita Lafayette. Lafayette? A major general from France. <laughs> if you've seen Hamilton, you know that name very well. He is the best character Ooh. in that. Yes. I don't I don't get this reference. Well, I've never seen Hamilton. Okay, so <laughs> what you did in this movie? I was gonna stop uh, it down. Quick aside, future Otis, find a way to just shoehorn in Hamilton to force my friends to watch it. Yeah, y'all, stop. Hamilton, get on it. Good luck. 
Yeah, it's not, tell me to watch <laughs> Hamilton forever. Yeah. Not gonna happen, but it's it's not a movie, bro. It's not an episode, that. so I mean, it's yeah, music sure is a movie. Like we're watching Hamilton. You better not, better make it an episode, sir. Because <laughs> I'm gonna forget. <laughs> You're gonna love it. I promise. It's there. Fine. It is. He said it. Roll credits. He See, said making an episode. <laughs> right there. Right there, that That's you're why. gonna love it. That's that just why. makes that just means I'm not gonna watch it. If you, Hi, Trey. <laughs> you know, you know, you know me and Steve by now. Like, have you met us? Yeah, that's why I didn't say that. Tell us to I do that. said I'm gonna force you to watch it. I ain't say nothing about you like it. You don't give a, I don't give a fuck. They're gonna watch it. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Anyways, um, actual amputees were cast in all of the roles where people actually lost limbs in this film. That happens nice. a lot. That's- <laughs> That's strange. Very strange. <laughs> so they just had them wear fake legs and then, you know, get taken off <laughs> by cannibal. I wonder what amputee they found for the guy who got his head lost by a cannibal. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. That he was I out loud, I out loud in the middle of the house while my son is sleeping was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that dude's head just gone yep. <laughs> i was like wow we kids okay oh excuse me Anne's speech was inspired by letters that abigail adams sent to john adams during the revolution um, wait a minute wait a minute that's kind of fucked up the amputee part hey we're gonna give you a leg for a little bit but then you're gonna lose it again well it's not like they just <laughs> they got a real acting yeah they volunteered and they got paid. That's just kind of fucked up. Deep acting. They didn't have to do it, Deep Al. They were actors. Deep Al, that was probably on the call sheet when they were casting. They were like, Ampu actors. amputees yeah. to portray actual amputees in voice. Yeah, it's not like they just stole their fucking fake legs afterwards. Like, ha ha ha, give those back. <laughs> Deep Al said, I'm quick. <laughs> Cut, cut, you're fucking up. Give me your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Took it off. You know that fake leg you came here with? That's my poem. My shit now. <laughs> Going in the drawer. Will your own ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up that they got amputees to play amputees. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Them doctors were slicing shit up, though. Oh, get uh, the bone saw. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, the bone saw. Uh, God damn. Hacking. Yeah, okay. everybody on that surgery table probably ended up dying from fucking infection. So, oh, yeah, yeah green. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, the bayonets in this movie were all retractable, so they could stab each, make it look like they were really stabbing each other. Um, the theme music was played after Barack Obama's acceptance speech on election night in two thousand eight. Two terms. <laughs> yes, two terms. Um, the character of Colonel Tavington is loosely based on Colonel Bannister Tarl- Tarleton. Tarleton, I can't fucking explain. Tarleton. Tarleton. was known for burning churches throughout America during this war. <laughs> and making cigarettes. He was uh, Cornwallis's cavalry commander. Uh, he had a bad reputation, but some say he was not nearly as cold-hearted and evil as Colonel Tavington in the movie. Uh, though many historians portray him to be that shitty. Uh, in the movie, he dies at the at the Battle of Cowpens, but he lived in real life. He lived on till 1833, and became a general, and ended up being in Parliament. Like Mel Gibson yep. did not actually get 
to kill him for Flashlight. real. Flashlight. Sidebar, Charles, it's, it's... Fuck you. Also, if anyone has or has not seen Burn, the series, I think it's Burn. Burn, burn notice? Burn notice? Burn. burn. <laughs> Never mind, not burn. burn. Turn. I'm out here thinking of this burn in churches argument. <laughs> turn. Oh. The thing about the Washington spy ring on Netflix. Um, oh, yeah. They have the British Dragoons there, and their British Dragoon drug goon leader in that is also based on Tarleton. Nice. And he's a fucking piece of shit. But oh, you he bet. Likes the he he lived for quite a hot minute. Yeah. Okay, last fun fact. The video game Assassin's Creed 3, uh, they used the, the combat system used in that game was influenced by the tomahawk scene in this movie. Awesome. <laughs> Greg is so awesome. happy right now. <laughs> I so I have another fun fact. The uh, the house for Aunt Charlotte was the house from Forrest Gump what yes i had a list of fun facts also and most of what katie said was on that with the exception of the aunt charlotte house no not not jenny's house rape house no not jenny's house no forest house yeah that was down the long tree covered and other fun fact i guess they they found it on a plant and on an actual plantation and they just built like a fake plantation in the front so they could burn it down. Doesn't yep. Fucking mess. Nice. Oh yeah, because she got her house. Need to burn she, something. She got her house burned too. Oh. Yeah, everybody got their house burned. The British. They never. She, they never did say uh, Aunt Charlotte's slaves were freedmen, so she just straight up had them. Okay, speaking of slaves, hold on. How did that black woman like survive and like get away from the British? Mysteriously, uh, when I don't they know. got there, she scooted the fuck off. Like, yeah, she, she got naked in the dark and hugged a tree, bro. You can't see her. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Damn. That so that comment, Steve. Steve's not Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. Oh, Justin, I'm pretty sure you're the one that fucking told me you would do that. Yes. No. Yes. yes. Maybe that, that comment has history. And future Otis, do it aside. We'll, we'll talk about this later. But that, <laughs> that comment has history. So people that are like, oh, my God, why would Steve say that? There's history for, the, for that. For those of you, we, we, don't, we don't have video, but Steve yeah. is white as a cocktail napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But seriously, though, plot-wise, how'd she get, how'd she get away from the British? The British I just people? answered it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm done here. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know, Greg. I just, yeah, I don't know. Continuity. Who knows? I didn't really understand how the the freedmen that they took from his plantation weren't in the little like parade that had Gabriel in it that got massacred because, by the tomahawk. Because they weren't they weren't taken as oh yeah they didn't show up at all. But neither did Tavington. He probably took them with him because he was going to make them fight for the British, not be fucking a uh, prisoner. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's fair. All right, let's go to seven word synopsis. Yeah, I got to talk about favorite. What about favorites? Favorite favorite characters. All right, what's everyone's seven word last? You put that fork down. You look at me like that. (laughs) Ascension in the ranks. Someone's leaving on a doubt. What is everyone's favorite character? Let's start with Otis. Um. 
so my favorite character, I, I did bring up oh, Lafayette, dude. But no, uh, Mel. Mel was great in this movie. Uh, I like that he kind of had that like samurai, old samurai dude feel. Like he didn't want to fight anymore. He's like, I did my wild shit when I was younger. Uh, I did some very terrible things and I don't want to do it again. War is shitty. And his kids are like, nah, war is fun. He's like, nah, war is shitty. Don't, don't, you should not want to do this. And then he had to show them how wild it is as he was hacking a man in a ditch. Uh, <laughs> he's like, this shit is live and raw. <laughs> and uh, it was it was just really cool what he had to do. And he re- really, really, really tried his best to keep his family together. And it sucks when just about all your children are just assholes and they want to just get away and die. But he was trying his best to keep everything together. Uh, but he was really cool for a hero. Um, that's one of those cool tropes that they have. The old guy that doesn't want to do anything else. Like John, like John Wick. He's like, man, I'm good. I'm retired. And they're like, well, we can't do a little too much. He's like, now everyone has to die. And so I thought that was really cool. So that was one of my favorites. Uh, Emma. Well, I too liked Benjamin, but uh, I liked Occam. Occam, Occam. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was phenomenal. Like he had such a small feature in the movie when it comes to his lines, but his character and what he represented for the American Revolution was so big. And I loved what grew from his character. So he's probably the best. Who's next? So I'm going to go with Pat. The British were against slavery. They were. Um, frankly, I think my favorite character actually has to be the uh, oh, Gabriel. Well, that or the uh, preacher. I keep forgetting his. Oh, yes. The preacher. Yeah. Pick somebody. Um, next guy over. <laughs> I don't know. His ah, name. Steve. Um, I mean, you know Benjamin Martin, but he's kind of obvious. Uh, I don't remember his name. He was the dude that blew his brains out when his little ginger kid died. Oh, uh, yeah. damn, he's a badass. But I really liked him before that. He was kind of like just the comic relief, and he had that little <laughs> that little that laugh. Fucking, That's why I was little, in this movie. Yeah, that a little laugh. dumb laugh every time something stupid would happen. I liked him a lot. So yeah, if I, if I can't go Benjamin because I'm assuming a lot of people are going to go Mel Gibson's character because he was probably the best in this movie. Uh, I'm gonna go with that guy. Uh, well, Justin's shaking his head. No, who's your favorite then, Justin? I mean, Occam was my favorite, and that's been taken, and that's okay. I have a backup, and Greg's probably going to disagree with me on this, but my other, my second favorite was Gabriel. Um, mostly, I, I usually don't like characters that lead themselves to their own demise. Um, however, in this situation. He got, he, he got, he got, he got, got, that's just what happens. Right. So he finds out his girls basically burned. Well, not basically, she got burned to death. And then he's like, fuck it. We were, we riding. Let's go. Whoever's coming with me. We, we fucking ride. I'm going to go find this asshole. And he goes off and he's looking for all, all, our, our good buddy, uh, Lucius Malfoy. And uh, once he sets upon him, they pretty much just like open shop on everybody. And I love that scene. Of him just like, I don't give a fuck. You're hitting everybody behind me. You're not hitting me. I'm just going to keep going forward until I get you because I want you. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get him, although he thought he got him. What should have happened is 
He shouldn't have. He got he got ballsy. He got super ballsy and walked up on him with his knife. And that shouldn't. You should never do that. Just Especially when you got his back, you don't see no blood anywhere. He should have just. I would have just walked over to another person's gun who died and clearly hadn't shot a shot off and just double tapped him right there. But you know that's just modern day thinking. Um, and he was very emotional in that situation, and he got got. But I mean, honestly, he did a lot of good things. He basically made made his father get into the war told him to fucking man up and you got to come save me basically even though he didn't have to save him he just saved him anyway i'm like yeah. your father would probably but he would he was kind of bitch made when he saw his dad actually fucking go ham he was oh he also he also had that look like oh that's why he, he was that was the one part where i was like dude like you can't get yourself out of these fucking restraints to fucking help anybody he did help a little bit but like i, I don't know that made me that was a little frustrating because he just sat there and was like man this dude's fucking beast I thought that would have inspired him to be more of a beast, and it kind of didn't until until that scene where he walked up on him. So, yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna kick it over to Greg. Just finish the job. All he had to do was finish the job. Anyway, that, yeah, he just had to finish the job. He got he got balls and he got fucked up. Which is why he sucks. Um, <laughs> I know it was already said, but uh, are we pronouncing it Occam. I guess I think it's Occam. Occam is how you pronounce it. It'd be Occam. Um, when he, when he was first introduced after being able to sign his own name, I can't recall who he was having a conversation with another character where he basically established he was fully aware of the fact that the ideals that they were fighting for in this war did not apply to him. Yet he was very yet he was very much willing to to fight in order to gain his freedom after that after the uh, twelve month stipulation and even after his twelve months he still participated in the final war in the final excuse me final battle when he very well did not have to so I mean Gabriel lied to him but that's okay oops um. He said he said it was gonna be a better place for everybody. It's it was. He didn't know that's, that. That's the conversation <laughs> we're talking about right there. He Gabriel's like we're, we're making a better place for all of us, and I can't remember exactly what he said in response, but his response it was basically like yeah, basically like yeah, you realize that it's gonna be a better place for you, right? Like yeah, I might get freed from this and all, but it doesn't necessarily mean you know that that it's gonna, I'm gonna be at the end of the rainbow just because I help fight yeah. this one, I become free. Unfortunately he, for him, he stayed in South Carolina after that war, and so it didn't get better for him at all. But, he probably didn't do very well, much of anything after the that. Way I, the, what I told myself was, after the war, he he thought it best to stay within the same community that he fought with, because had he left that community, <laughs> then things would have got true. awfully shitty for him, considering you know black codes and, and reconstruction and all that shit. But the fact that he stayed within the same community that he fought alongside with, he's probably under some sort of protection because no one's gonna come around and fuck with him. Yeah, that's that's what I told I him. So yeah, that so. makes that's what made sense to me is that it, that's why it made sense for me for him to stay right where he was because he has people around him that know what he did for them and know that he's legitimately a free slave. So it's less likely for him to you know be walking down the street and someone will. I don't know for a fact that he's a slave or not, but I'm going to go ahead and wrangle him and try to sell him, which is definitely what happened in the Reconstruction era. Mm-hmm. All the time. But I just admire the fact that 
he was fully aware that the Revolutionary War and the result of it wasn't going to mean everything was sunshine. Magically better. It would be better for him necessarily, aside from the fact of being free, of course, and the fact that he, beyond those 12 months, wanted to serve and continue to see, see the end of the war, see to the end of his task anyway. Kind of sad, you know, though. I think, cause, cause if I Britain, think part of it... Oh. Sorry, you go ahead, Steve. I was like, if Britain won, he probably would have been freed anyway <laughs> because they were done with slaves at that point. So, Yep. I think part of his want was because he did see... I think he understood, one, yeah, this is probably not going to work for me, but maybe it'll work for the, the generation after me or maybe after that or after that. And unfortunately, that's not how things played out. It took several more generations for that to happen. And of course, it's only speaking towards the, a character in a movie. I mean, whatever. But like, just thinking about it historically, I could understand how a slave or a freed man would fight and give their life to a cause and consider that maybe, maybe, just maybe, it'll help. I don't know how. I don't know when, but it will help. Yeah, it took what did, a couple of years. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been more historically accurate though if there were more slaves fighting for the British? Because I think yes. a lot of them, a lot of them joined up with the Brits. I saw one absolutely. black guy in that line at the very yeah. end, that the final very battle. End, yeah, the very end. Like, oh, black, black guy sighting. Yeah, the, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio thing meme they have now. The point. Yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> kind of the oh, 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 bigger, oh. bigger. bigger. Well, kind of I think this the in with with that. I wrote down. I wrote down as a note. I was like, I wonder how fast. And I, and I don't know why. I was like, I wonder how fast this war would have gone if we hadn't just murdered all the Indians. Like, how fast would this have ended? Like, just guerrilla warfare, fucking Benjamin Martin popping up all over the place with a bunch of freaking Navajos and Cherokees, chucking tomahawks at people, giving them some guns, figuring that out. Like, I don't know. It could have been. <clears> they were fast. fighting the Indians. That's yeah, what you're saying. I, I, I know I they were know. fighting, but I'm think... saying if they weren't doing that, Kev, if, how much faster the if they had if they hadn't already started the genocide of the Native Americans? Oh, if they had made yeah. allies with them, instead. yeah, yeah, instead of murdering them. I don't think Native Americans on both sides of the Native Americans would have been fucking done with them by that time. Yeah. Hey, actually, actually, Indians actually fought on both sides of the American Revolution historically. Yeah, I just wish there was if, if if there was a if we weren't so aggressive to begin with, maybe that wouldn't have had to happen. <laughs> then we wouldn't be Americans. Yeah, yeah. Who's <laughs> next for their favorite? By the way, hey, who no. we? Who is we? I don't I don't know that well, they were necessarily also true. Not, not me, Greg or Otis. at the time of filming. But my guess as to why we didn't end up seeing a lot of uh, black soldiers on the British side is because Britain was so soldiers. Well, they were shown in the movie, they were portrayed in the movie as being very proper about warfare and being, everyone needed to be very, like, well-trained. Um, and my guess is that they just didn't have time to train a lot of people. Moors. They didn't have time to train Moors. <laughs> That's the wrong fucking era, you hey, just go with me, goddammit. <laughs> That's <laughs> my guess. About a few centuries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg. Morgan Freeman calling everyone English. <laughs> Akko, go ahead. Uh, my favorite was uh, Colonel Tavington because that dude was a badass. That dude was mean, and he also he also realized that this type of warfare is fucking stupid. You don't fucking play to be. You don't fight a war to be nice and to be 
proper and dainty about it. You fight like a savage because you're out to fucking win. That's the whole point. You're fighting for survival. You're not out there to like, oh, well, I can't shoot that guy. He's a, he's an officer. Fuck that. He knew he knew it was right. And he also he also knew ahead of time. He's like, all right, fine. When um, Cornwallis was getting all butthurt. And then he was like, all right, fine. I won't do anything. And shit just went to hell real fast. And then he was like, all right, I'll do it. I could find this guy and I could take care of business. Yeah, it means me doing some real fucked up shit. So I can't go back to England. But I see you're going to be getting a bunch of land. I want Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I'm all of Ohio. <laughs> tell me about Ohio. What's going on there? He doesn't want all of it, but he's getting a big chunk of it because he knows Cornwallis was about to get 100,000 acres of Ohio. Mm. Since I'm going to do this, I need some place to stay. He knew how to play the game. He knew how to fight a war and he was getting shit done. He had a he had a twinge of Commodus from Gladiator in him. Like Cornwallis, why won't you love me? Love me. Like me. Acknowledge he, me. Man, he didn't he did not want Cornwallis's love. He was he was tired of that man. The way I see, like he was he was just like, look, you're holding me back. We could win this. We could be done with this, but we want to establish commerce and they're our brothers. And uh, he wanted none of that part, but he was like fine i'll behave because you're gonna i'm looking to it i advance myself through victories and if you're not gonna allow me to do it then fine so he sat there and then when he finally came crying to him like we look foolish he's like i'll take care of it murder their families and And burn their houses (laughs) yeah and guess what he did everything all right until the very end when he got cocky just like uh he led you the joker monologuing yeah, you monologuing you and it's like, oh, not not thinking before you just go and approach him, get too close and murder the person. It's like, just shoot him. He's on his knees. Just shoot him in the back. Reload your gun. Be done with it. Nope. But still, he's my favorite. Uh, Wally. Oh, we have D-Pal and Steve left. Too? I already went. Favorite oh. characters, right? Yes. Yeah, favorite. Um. Uh. Benjamin Martin. I, I didn't. It's just like um, Dread and Terminator for me. Like it's really easy for me to pick Benjamin Martin. Uh, I like the uh, the the cleverness. Um, the fact that he was he looked at what was happening. He was like, "That's stupid. I'm going to stand in lines and uh, shoot each other like that. It's idiotic." Uh, I'm going to use the tree cover, the swamps. Uh, I mean, guerrilla tactics in general, but like ambushes. Uh, if you don't want them to have the things to kill you, then just attack the supply lines, you know, yeah. use their stupid, uh, uh, their stupid, uh, uh, etiquette against them. Like, yeah, shoot the uh, officers. Then it's a bunch of nobody's knowing. Well, what not even that, do. but he knew he could just walk into, uh, he knew he could walk into that encampment, you know, under, under a white flag, you know, cause they're, cause they're stupid. They won't kill me. They know I'm the one fucking them up, but I'm just going to walk in here and white flag because, they're going to honor uh, this little meeting and, and allow me to talk to this guy and then walk the fuck out of here. It's, I mean, I, he, he was smart in the way he dealt with it. I mean, totally fictional character. He, none of this happened. This guy didn't exist. Several people, I think, were used to make this character. Um, one man did not turn the tide of the fucking war. 
get that out of your fucking heads right now. There was no guy like this that did this. But um, Man, in terms Gibb. in terms of the movie, uh, I, I liked how he handled the, the entire situation. Sons dying. Um, it kind of reminded me of um, this movie. Kind of reminded me of Gladiator in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. In, in terms of how the main character handled all the things that were happening to him, um, right down to the fact, uh, right right down to when the guy was like insulting him to his face, like I killed your son, he died like a bitch. Did he die? And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Benjamin Martin just stood there and was like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna kill you later. I'm not yeah. uh, not right now, but later on, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> I think Maximus said something exactly like that in Gladiator. Uh, so yeah, it was it was Benjamin Martin for me. Um, this this actually wasn't the most fun thing to. This was easy. I had more fun with the did not like character, but uh, we got left before we get to that. Deepal. Deepal, Deepal, you go. And Katie. Okay. Uh, my favorite character was Oakum, and then he got taken, and then it was uh, that other guy, long-haired dude that Steve liked. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, oh little, little girl laugh. <laughs> with, his yeah. front two, with his front two teeth, like, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. his, like, backmost teeth. Yes. Yeah, there you go, John Billings. His Billings. teeth were backwards; they were inverted. Um, <laughs> my my favorite character, uh, my third favorite character, has to be uh, Jean V, the French guy, the French Frenchy. general. Frenchy. Yeah, the French. Yeah, French general. Because I mean, he's he's reluctant to go with uh, he's reluctant to go with the uh, with the Americans. He, he like especially the guy who fucked up. His the, hero, the hero at Fort Wilderness. Yeah, he, he's reluctant to go with him since he knew what he did at Fort Wilderness. He's like, fuck this guy. What am I going to do with him? I hate him. But as the movie progressed, he, he's like, okay, well, I can see we both hate the British just as much. So let's do it. Let's get on. Let's be, let's be buddies. Be buddies. And then, you know, they just kind of shoot the shit. They, become, they do become friends towards the end of the movie. And he dropped probably one of the best lines that I that I saw in this movie, which is one of my seven words, so I will not say it. Say it. Say it. No, actually, it's eight. Say so I will say it. It says, it's, it's when he comes out of his tent and uh, Mel Gibson just kind of looking at him and he goes, if I die, I will die well-dressed. Yes. Fancy, fancy man. I literally wrote yeah, the same came, thing down. I'm like, yeah. I, came out, I, I, yeah, I was like, dude, thing. that's so baller. Like, <laughs> he, he knows he's walking into some shit, so he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go out of my nine. I'm going to come out like breast. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he he had a couple of funny lines too. Like he he shot some jokes around. But yeah, I liked him just in general. I remember his part being a lot bigger than it was when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> I I think I remember watching like an extended version where he was like actually training the French soldiers or whatever. Huh. Like there was French soldiers that joined them later or some shit. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. But or I kind of remember that, but not really. So yeah, uh, Katie, I guess you're gonna bring it home. Yeah, okay. So it for me, it's really hard to pick a favorite character because there are so many really good characters in this film. Um, I think I'll have to go with a pair of characters and it'll be uh, Oakum because of all the reasons that everybody already said because this character is fucking amazing. And then Dan Scott, who was the kind of racist asshole, like for a majority oh, of the favorite? That was your favorite? He stopped being a racist at the end of it. It's my favorite because you see you he's the only character who shows like true growth. Like 
he's the only one who really changes from where he where he started in the war or where he started at the beginning of the war to where he was at the end of the war. Like everyone changed because of all the horrible shit that happened to them, but no one's views on like slavery or black people in general change. Like none of them treated Oakum any differently except for him. He was like, it would be an honor to die by your side. You know, that made me cry. That yeah, made me cry when he said like, it would be an honor. I was like, fuck. Like, he was shitty fuck. for like three quarters <laughs> of the movie, but that last quarter where he re- kind of redeemed himself, like changed my opinion of him and made him one of my favorite characters because you really got to see how someone went from just being a racist prick to being like respectful of other people, one, <laughs> like people that didn't look he might, he might, learning. He- he might have liked Occam, but he might also still have hated other black people. Every yeah. black people. He probably did. No. I like this Thank one. Yeah. I like this start. one. It was a start. It's a, it's a start. <laughs> and if there had been more yeah, black like, people in the film for us to see him still be racist, he probably wouldn't be my favorite. But, you know, the one yeah. black guy at the end of the film that he was interacting with, he was very, very friendly and nice with. So it was Do cool to see, see that transition. Did we actually see the transition, or did we just see in the final scene? Oh, by the way, I'm cool with you now. No, I no, would like do. a lot more black no, people if they were like Justin. No, no, no you, you do. No, when they're Jesus, Kevin, right before the final racist battle. as fuck, right? What? Yeah. I didn't even hear what you said. He, he was just making fun of that character. It was <laughs> don't repeat yourself, you ass. <laughs> no, because when they're resupplying in the village, he's like, "Hey, your time's up," and he's like, "Oh, well, I guess now I'm just here on my own accord as a free man." Uh, Dan was still kind of a dick to him. He's like, Oh, I thought you turned tail and run, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that your kind? Is that what y'all do? You know, that's like in the middle of the movie. Well, yeah. then, then, then Oakham saved his life. Yeah. And then Shortly thereafter, he sure did. Yeah. Because he fell like a chump. He just tripped. He implied he got shot. All right. So, now like for least favorite thing. characters. He took one in the butt. Taco. He got shot in the butt. Top. Least favorite. Least, Least favorite, favorite character. Yeah. Uh, Martin Children. <laughs> Thank, yeah. Pick one. Yeah. All seven. Actually, the only one was the one girl that I don't know her name. Um, the one girl that had to stay behind when he took the other two sons to go shoot the. Like the one, the one that didn't, one. The the oldest, one that didn't yeah. have the any lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she barely had any lines, and but she was, she was okay. Margaret. But the rest of them, all right, yeah, okay. The rest of them, trash, just trash children. They're all like, they're all out to fucking get themselves murdered and not listen to their father when he says, "You know what? Fighting <laughs> is terrible. We're gonna do everything that we can." to not fight. Fuck that. I'm signing up right in front of your face, dad. Look at this. That's I'm my a bad name, bitch. bitch. You can't kill me. Yeah, like you can't <laughs> tell me what to do, dad. I'm here to fight in front of your face. Well. And then and then the other kid is like, I can't wait till I'm old enough. By the time I'm 17, the war's going to be over. Like, yeah, but then he turns bitch made when he kills those British guys. He's like, yeah. get off my brother. <laughs> yep. Like you fight like a bitch, and you wanted to go to war, and then the daughter just being a real turd, and the two kids <laughs> crying like, ah, we we shot a, we shot a bunch of people. Like, you saved your brother's life, didn't you? 
I don't know if they were crying because they shot people or because they saw their dad just turn into a fucking monster and just beat a man to death with some blood war. side. He, he murder monster. Straight up, straight up told them what war was and they refused to listen. So <laughs> them getting all wah, boo-hoo when they see their dad show you what war is. <laughs> wah, this is, this is those the kids boy. were terrible. And they're, then, cool, they're, they're cool with murdering by, people, people but when his dad go, gets, gets a little hacky it's yeah, like, a little hacky. That's what does it for you. He was upset because his son was just killed, and they got a problem with him being that upset. But also, they don't, under, they don't have the the mental capacity to understand. Children, Kevin. And then he just, also, brain. also, another problem that I had was when um, the Joker runs into town to go recruit, and he goes and finds all the Christians, and like. We're gonna have ourselves a war. He's a terrible recruiter, bro. Come and fight for he freedom. Was, he was a bad recruiter for sure. Yeah, like, and, like, he like gets me. all these he gets all these namby pamby wimpy people, and dad and Frenchie go to they go to a bar and say it's and, like start recruiting blood, bloodthirsty murder motherfuckers. Like that's who you need to win a war. I don't know if that Taka, you are Taka, you are aware that there were farmers in this war, like in real life. Oh, right? absolutely. But okay, the son picked all, all the worst say. ones. The son picked <laughs> the worst ones. Look, sir. Like, hey, uh, that preacher was fucking niggas up. Yeah. I hope yeah, you know. yeah, and the preacher died like a chump. You know who didn't die? Benjamin Martin recruited Sewage Joe. Y'all uh, remember one Sewage guy Joe? Him brains out. What about him? Yeah, what <laughs> sewage about Joe from Parks and Rec. Was Benjamin Martin's boy, and he was Joe. Yeah. Also, that dude that yes. quit. Also, that dude that quit at the at the campfire. He he was just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm out this month. That was he so did good. he did Joe. shoot himself, but <laughs> yeah, Sue's Joe. Oh my god. <laughs> and then, like that dude, Sue's Joe played a big part. He was in the background of a lot of stuff. Real close to Mel Gibson, Sue's Joe for the win. But Martin Sue's children Joe. all trash. D pal. Take it home. Uh, prior to uh, starting our recording, I was compared to this gentleman, and he is my least favorite character. Damn. That is the character of Colonel Wilkins. <laughs> In the beginning of the movie, when the, <laughs> when the Carolina Fucking Congress, Judas. yeah, when the Carolina Congress is meeting, he calls out Benjamin, or uh, yeah, right, Benjamin. Yes. Yeah, he, calls yeah. Out ben- yeah. he calls out Benjamin Martin, talking about, "Well, you were such a badass in the war. How come you're not a?" Uh, how come you're not taking the British side? We can end this shit right here and now. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, Ben didn't want to fight no more. You know, and you could tell, like, homeboy's going to be a loyalist to the British crown the whole time. And sure enough, when, when everything starts popping off, you see homeboy become a uh, fucking dragoon or whatever. Even though they treated him like shit. He stuck to his guts. They were, they were, they were really only using him for intel, like, on the farmers or where to get, where the hell Ben was stashed at. And uh, yeah, like he was just bitch made the whole movie. And did he die? I forgot if he died. We no. Like, no, no, he didn't. It's he like a story. Dead. The the one of the bad guys always get away. <laughs> All the bad they, guys they don't die. Torn that motherfucker's intestines out and fucking fed them to the dogs. Bird, old turncoat ass. Maybe uh, traders. Maybe death. if you look at it from another angle, they everybody else is a turncoat. Oh my god. Nah, no. I was no, wondering no. when you were gonna do this. I, I, I was wondering. I sir am loyal to America. Okay. Well, America wasn't a country then. America hadn't been a country yet, sir. A so, colony. I, I, I was yeah. counting. Was, 
because Steve was I ain't gonna let no advocate. I was waiting. Apologies to the Brits. I ain't gonna let no tea sipping homeboy thousands of miles away come write my laws. Nah. I mean that. Nah, <laughs> you're not American. Yeah, I mean, it's thousands of miles away from Washington, D.C. Conquistador, you know, I wasn't gonna let another motherfucker tell me what to do. Turn up, D. They didn't tell you what to do, but that's, not, that's okay. Great. I mean, you still have people all over the country telling you what to do, but that's okay. You kn- y'all Great. knew what he meant, don't even. I don't know what he meant, Daniel or Greg, because he didn't specify. You know, you know what he meant, man. Look at Steve. Overseas. Mother country, you knew, I knew he Steve was gonna jump on this. I knew it. Greg, go ahead. I, I'm not gonna get in. Who next? That's why we never talk about Star Wars, Otis. I'll rip that movie apart. <laughs> he said it was Greg. Don't you dare! All right, Greg, go ahead. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Fuck Dan Scott. Period. Okay, I'm not convinced. Just because, look, he's he's facing fucking death. He he he's he's. When he tells Occam that he he'd be proud to die by his side, first of all, y'all talk about watching his growth, but who's saying y'all? It was one person. I felt like other people were jumping on that bandwagon. I did. No. I never. I never. I never said. I said he was still a bigot. He just liked one black guy. You, yes. You, <laughs> yes. That was. That's one point that I that I I applaud because just because you like that one nigga doesn't mean you cool with all niggas. There, just, were, there weren't more niggas in the movie, Greg. Jesus. If they were only all like you. It's a safe assumption. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, it honestly is, first of all. But in any case, even, even with Occam, I'm not fully convinced. I didn't really see any a gradual softening. I just saw at the last second, right when they're when they're facing imminent doom, I'm proud to stand by your side. Okay, I'm just I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm just not. I'm with you, Greg. That whole fucking time. So for that reason, Dan Scott stood out to you as your most unlikable character. For Dick riding the black character that was fighting on his side? Yes, Wally. Yes. How was he dick riding? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Just... (laughs) How was that dick riding? One scene, one line. I just wanted to verify. Look, Greg doesn't like who Greg doesn't like. Hey, yeah, you're I'm right. Saying, I, I have no problem with that. I'm just saying, how's that dick riding to have a change of heart? Because he wasn't talking about the change of heart. He was talking about the rest of the movie where he would just every time that every time Occam did something, he was like, "Yeah, you still, you still black though." That was basically. That was, that was I thought I asked right. Greg. I didn't ask Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what, what he said. This, what he this, said. This also happened after that scene where he was like, "Why are you still here?" And he was like, "I'm here now on my own accord." That might have been, you know, he'd be like, "Oh shit," you know, like you could have left and you didn't. <laughs> I'm just. I, I hate you, Stan, but I like your character. <laughs> and what? Yeah, what you don't see is he turns slightly. He's like, "Look at all these other black motherfuckers." <laughs> I still hate all of them. That's that was his line. That got all he cut. did, all he did, was become one of those people that's like, I have a black friend. <laughs> yeah, Ray, see, I don't know about all see, that. I don't Greg, think, I don't Greg think saw in a, an extended cut that I nope, haven't nope, seen Greg, yet. I'm hundred percent with you. I bet. I bet before <laughs> before he died, he uttered that line. It was like, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. I'm telling you. Oh, oh yeah. that's, that's, that's y'all, expand, y'all expounding on things no one has any type of clue about. Yep. Greg, Greg saw a deleted scene where Dan just dips, uh, pours a bowl of soup on Occam's head. Some shit I didn't see. 
That was him on his deathbed. Look, I'm with the Greg. I'm with the Greg. He gave him shit the whole movie, and when it came to the end, I'm just not convinced that he truly had a change of heart. I hate my gums because they black. <laughs> I hate black pepper. Next, Greggy. Who ain't gone? Most I of us. Gone. Everybody. Go French. ahead, Otis. He said Otis. Otis. Oh, that's me. I'm Otis. Uh, so my least favorite character, all the bad guys did great. They were bad, and it made me not like them. Uh, but my least favorite character was the fucking etiquette of war in this movie. Uh, I'll be damned if I stand in a goddamn line <laughs> with a little drummer boy to my oh. left playing a fucking paradiddle, and then we have to get shot first, and then I like load a gun and shoot back. Take uh, your turn I'm, to die. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. lay down. Uh, there was actually uh, the whitest kids you know, the comedy troupe. They did a whole season where it was just about fucking civil war. And this dude survived so many wars because he would just lay down the second the war started and he would get up when everybody was dead and he just kept surviving, surviving like that. Uh, I'll be damned if I'm front in line and uh, cannonballs were flying around, hitting people kneecaps and heads off. Uh, war is stupid. Um, I like that war now. It's just like everybody's kind of really far back shooting like drones. Pressure button. Like, uh, that's weird. Like, and I don't want to go over there. Uh, <laughs> Because old school war is stupid. Uh, standing in line and just, oh, we have more people, so we will hopefully win this because we have Probably more people win to it. just yeah. take more bullets. Except our guns aren't active. Thank you, World War One, for kind of getting everybody off that. All these massive people dying. You're like, okay, World War Two, maybe we shouldn't do that so much anymore. Yeah. Well, they were doing watching yeah. World War Two. They're like, you know, let's make some scary stuff. I'm like, ooh, maybe we should. Do they, also, that. they also had they also had accurate weapons and then machine guns. So that yeah. line, also, uh, that line bullshit would have got would not have worked. One yeah. dude just wipes out a whole line. Just. All right. yeah. uh, Cold War is stupid. Uh, watching this, I grimaced and shook my head. I was like, I'll be damned if I was in that line. <laughs> this, there were little kids in the front line, like Joker. His friend right beside him got like blowed away, and he's like, <laughs> and that's it. You just die if you're in the front of the line. You're gonna die. I don't. But yeah, that was horrible. So that's my least favorite character in this movie. Just war <laughs> back in the day. It's stupid. Uh, Emma, did you go? I have not, no. Uh, I have dual awful characters. Um, I, well, I have a lot of not good characters, but Wilkins was garbage. He made me very angry. Tavington was garbage, obviously. And first and second act, Dan Scott was garbage. And he made me like heated behind my eyeballs to where I was like, I'm gonna pull your dick through your ear. Like uh, you're not an okay person. Jesus. <laughs> I would like to add, I would like to add that he wasn't bout about it at first. He was flapping on his guns about independence, but then that woman had to call him out for him to actually volunteer to serve in the first place. That oh, is well. true. That is true. He wasn't about you're sitting about there it. like a bitch. He get about your about ass up. Sometimes it takes a fucking woman to get somebody to stand the fuck up. Eh, he just wanted to, he was just uh, fighting for pussy. He was just fighting for pussy. Yeah. That's all that was. He was trying to pop off all that good shit, but he didn't even want to actually fight. You <laughs> sitting at my father's table talking all that noise. <laughs> and then you want to sit here with your tail between your legs. Fag. Oh. Jesus Christ, Kevin. Wow. I go. go ahead. Oh. Uh, I would say most definitely my so least favorite has to be Tavington. 
He was a complete jerk. That dude rocked. <laughs> also, Patrick mentioned that his other least favorite character was the Burning Church. Least so favorite character. Yeah. I think it was the best. Nah. It, brought, it brought the war <laughs> together. It brought the war together. <laughs> what? The unsung hero <laughs> here was the Burning Church. Justin, have you gone? Oh, uh, no, I haven't gone yet. Okay, go ahead, boo. Um, so everyone's taking Tavington. That's obvious. Um, okay, so my, my backup for this was um, was actually Aunt Charlotte. Um, purely <laughs> purely because of her acting. Purely because of her acting. Um, she was she probably she stood out the most to me uh, because like everyone, even the kids, were doing better jobs of acting. And when she would when the camera would pan to her face, it was just like. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I know people can't see this Charlie. on the podcast, but it was just like nah, and Charlie. Nah, and Charlie. Oh, yeah, she stood out. She me had too, like you know? she <laughs> had three <laughs> motherfucking you know and one of them was I'm not my sister, you know. Exactly. You know, like, like I was damn, like, damn, okay, how well, thirsty are you? Legit. She was, she was like, um, put them you, together in your face. Yeah, you was like, like, you saw them outfits. She was Busty McGee over there. And and every literally, that's all. I mean, she took care of the kids, and that was fantastic. I appreciate her doing that for for that situation, but. Everything else completely not neat. She just, she just was terrible. Really bad. Really bad. Hey, man, Actually. Benjamin was trying to clap them cheeks too, though. Uh, he yeah. wasn't trying to clap them cheeks. She wanted we'll him to clap them when cheeks. They first, when they first got there, he's like, oh, they're, they're good. There was a lot of sexual tension between them, and then they came to a head when he did clap them cheeks. So he threw yeah. so uh, much, she threw so much pussy at that man. And he was just like, I don't, I don't want it. Please stop. Well, well they ended up together <laughs> at the end, so. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, um, clapping was, revolutionary cheeks. That was uh, <laughs> Queen Queen Catherine Parr on Tudors, Justin. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, it was. Oh my god! <laughs> Always got to. She stepped her game. Up. She stepped her game up since then, man. Because that was a really bad acting she did in that movie, man. <laughs> shit. shit! Ooh, I'm about to watch Tudors now. God damn it! <laughs> King here just getting this. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Justin, who's next? Who hasn't gone yet? My bad. Uh, Wally, I, myself, and Katie. Oh, I'm damn, everybody. Going. How about I'm Wally goes? Girdle, my dear. Oh, Gabriel. Gabriel's trash. I think damn. it's uh, uh, I think it's really hypocritical that we all sit here and nobody's named Gabriel yet, and yet we get mad at Otis every time somebody's down outside the goddamn objective, and he goes, I'm going to knife him. Gabriel did the same fucking thing. You gotta hold Otis accountable. You gotta hold Gabriel accountable. Oh same shit. Oh I'm not God. gonna be a hypocrite. Gabriel was trash for that same fucking reason. I can't do that because I got him down. Multiple times. Shoot him. Just shoot him. I'm a knife him. I'm a knife him every time. I'm a get. I'm a knife. Him. I'm a get. Him. Oh, there's Otis's name popped yep. up. In. Yep. Might as well. Yeah. Just yeah. Yep. Should have said Gabriel. Gabriel at the top of the screen. Gabriel with a little with a little gun or sword yeah, next to it. Yeah, name, I changed Yeah, yeah. Clutch your kid, Gabriel. Fuck out of here. Actually, if, Gabriel's trash. If, if Gabriel was teabagging toward Tavington's body, that'd be me. <laughs> bagging on his way over. Get him. He made a lot of mistakes in that movie before that too. It wasn't just yeah, that. No, he made shit. a lot of mistakes. A lot of foolhardy nonsense mistakes he didn't get rid of the correspondence like or hide it i mean I, maybe you can't get rid of it because you got to deliver it but hide it. Eat it hide it they just walked in the house coming. and found it they he, just also, he, in the he, house. he also just announced that he had them 
Remember, yeah. he yeah. put on that coat. He was like, yes. I'm, "I'm part of that army." Like, why? Yeah. Would just said one of them, one of them boy, dead guys. Just yeah. He well, the, he, if he wouldn't have asked, he wouldn't have had to do that in the first place. If he didn't just leave the papers sitting on the dining room table, apparently. I don't want to make <laughs> what he did. I just want to say that it looks. It seems like in the movie, like Gabriel didn't really become a soldier until he was paired up with his father. Like. Whatever training he got was like basic as fuck. Well, and it his, didn't do anything for him. His his dad did tell his friend like make him like a desk clerk or something. Yeah, like he didn't have any ability to be a soldier right. at all. So your job is to secure the papers. So overnight, True. overnight, True. your father is bringing British soldiers onto the porch. Right, that's happening overnight. This is before Tavington even True. gets there in the morning. He's bringing British soldiers onto the actual porch of the house. You being blasé about the fucking correspondence well, no. that you got. I will, I will, I will clarify for that. Remember, he got, he was, he didn't do anything. He got there, he passed out, and then he woke up the next morning when the British soldiers were coming to the porch. He didn't put those goddamn papers anywhere. Then well, Martin as, put as them on the as table. He, as soon as he got up, then the first thing he should have done was go. He was oh, trying shit. to figure, He was trying to figure out what was happening outside. Oh shit! Gotta get these because the papers was all the motherfucker talked about when he showed up at the house. I gotta get these papers to the place where I, they gotta go. The papers, the papers, and then he wakes up in the morning, forgets all about the fucking papers. British walk in the house, find the papers. His brother ends up dead because of that shit. So uh, no, Thomas, his brother ends up dead for being stupid. Thomas's blood, Thomas's blood is partly on Gabriel's hands because he left True. the damn papers out on the countertop next yes. to the microwave. Stupid yes. ass boy. No war fighting ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> terrible microwave. character. That dude Mark. was terrible. And the, uh, the girl, he got the girl in trouble too. Uh, he told him don't go near her. Like if you're gonna marry her, marry her. Either keep her at the colony, or but don't all this back and forth visiting shit, letting them know who she is and whatnot. She ends up dead because of that. Like the whole town ended up dead, but she ended up being a part of that because you didn't take care of your business. You didn't either stay away or get her the fuck out of there. So she ends up dead because of that. The preacher and everybody he took with him to go fight Tavington without his dad, without his dad. I'm sure your dad wanted Tavington dead too. He probably would have come along with you. He would have understood. We got to kill this dude. His dad would have said, "Yep, let's take everybody." Nah, he takes like what five guys? It was it was like 15, 10, 15. People. Okay, takes takes the worst of them apparently because they all got apparently wasted, so apparently all got so. waxed. Takes the worst of them over there, puts the dude down, and again, I'm a knife. I'm a knife him. You got him down, shoot him. You're dumb. Finish the Rest job. in peace, Gabriel. You dumb motherfucker. Like it's it's better. They're better off without you, bud. They're better off without you if that's the kind of shit you're going to do. <laughs> we don't need that on the team. We don't need it. Uh, Y'all so's like a bitch. Beautifully done, Wally. Yeah. Beautifully said, Wally. Me, me yeah. and Katie are the last two. Uh, Steve, you go. Uh, I mean, everyone's kind of beat around the bush. Nobody actually said they were his, his least favorite character, but Tavington. I mean, I loved him. He was great. He was he was really good at being a huge piece of shit, but that's also kind of why he was my least favorite, because he was a, a huge piece of shit. Like, all he did was murder everybody and burn churches and kill civilians and little kids. War and he winner. was just, he was, it was obviously not. They lost, motherfucker. So if they had followed his plan from the beginning, it'd have been over. Yeah, well, but they lost. And so he's a loser, too. So not only is he a piece of shit, he's a losing piece of shit. So, like I said, I loved him because he was a great bad guy. And I usually pick them as my favorite. But yeah, this one, it was just like mm, everything about him. I was like, I want you to die. And then he did, and and then it was great, because <laughs> he also at the end he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk shit to you before I before I make this big wind up with this saber." Like, no, nah, just just kill him. You, you didn't have to. You didn't have to talk. Just boop, dead. 
Don't monologue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was dumb too. Oh, and he, and he got you got me monologuing. <laughs> and, and he was getting bitched by Cornwallis, and was like, mm, he's a chump. So my least favorite character, Tavington, Katie. All right. Uh, my least favorite character, like half the people in this cast right now, was uh, Captain Wilkins. Fuck his traitorous ass. Like that dude was like, yeah, where I'm gonna fight for the Amer for America? I'm gonna fight for. He this. wasn't a traitor. Yes, he was at yeah, the very no, beginning. Yeah. He, he was, was the only one who wasn't a traitor. Technically, technically a traitor to America, not a traitor to the crown. Well, America wasn't a country. America wasn't a country. We had already <laughs> fucking can't betray something that doesn't exist. Everybody else was traitors, and he declared our independence at this point. The war had already started. I declared this, this is my podcast. So is it mine now? Oh, I declared, God I declared damn it. it. So I know what she's saying. In the eyes of uh, Martin, Benjamin Martin's side, he was a traitor. He said he was going to fight on the side of the Americans and dis- and then fucking turn sides to switch and fight for a, the British. He, he was, was a loyalist even, even in that opening. Loyalist from the beginning. Yeah, he was a loyalist in the opening fucking courtroom scene. Yeah, and the Con- he was. I mean, he was. Uh, he he never let anybody think he was anything but a fucking British loyalist. Well, he was a bitch. So I mean, he was. Fuck he him. was. He was a bitch. That is correct. <laughs> Poor Jane. He was a bitch. Poor, Poor Jane. Was a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Who's that, Dodges? Who's all those people? Whatever. That guy's an asshole. That actor's an asshole. So <laughs> that actor is no, but Jane. Uh, excuse me. He's got a sweet hat. That actor is not an asshole. He's the same guy. You know. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn it. Is it glass bulletproof? Yeah, no, that guy's Let's just scale it back a little bit, okay? He's a great actor. He's an asshole character. American hero, save the president. Let's not go across the man's entire body of work and just. If I was with president. I'm not talking about his body of work. I'm talking about him as a person. Okay. Okay. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, but. Yeah, if I was with President Steve, Steve didn't even have to say that glass bulletproof. I'm already perforating that wall. <laughs> Steve on the ground shaking and talking shit. I'm like, get off of him. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that window would have been already blown out. So. No, right. sir. What, yeah, but, which one do we first? Which one do you always huh? do first? Seven words. All right, seven word synopsis. Otis, you go first. I know you have a bunch of them. God damn it. Hey. I got a bunch too. Let's do this. Otis, cut this. I gotta get my phone. Uh, why do you not? Uh, he left it in the bathroom. He was taking his shit. Yeah. No, he plugged it in. This is where I. This is where I do my thinking. <laughs> my phone was about to die. I went to work today. Okay. Uh, my first one is old timey gun nice, battles Justin. were fucking idiotic. Uh, Mel told that last soldier stick around. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> Woo! He got him in the back. Uh, Lafayette promised guns and ships. He delivered. And then share cop trick. Whoa! Share cropping before it was real. Okay, Mel. Never <laughs> <laughs> oh, mind. Uh, Wally. Uh, seven word. Yeah. Yes. Uh, made up white man solos the British. <laughs> um, solos. <laughs> I, I, he did. He soloed him. Uh, I, I did add one. Uh, Colonel Tavington kills Gabriel. Vote to kick. 
immediately. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yep. Clutch your kick, Gabriel. Uh, Steve. Uh, all right. So <laughs> Malfoy is a real POS in this movie. Uh, and then my second one is that Australian anti Semite is a true American. Yeah, true shit. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Jesus. <laughs> it's true. Punched yeah. my chest like I was Red Fox in, in uh, fucking Sanford and Son when Steve said that. Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Emma. Okay, I have a couple, as is tradition. I said, the truth can hurt if you deny it, because that's the entire movie. Um, <laughs> Wars are not fought by childless men, was a quote from the movie that I was like, well, fucking hell. Love that. Nope. Um, mess with my children, and you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and true. then... Uh, in the words of Stephen Colbert, he can suck silence, that worthless coward. <laughs> and um, we're fucking making redcoats redder with bloodstains. And then my alliterative was fearless farming fellows forge freedom fight. Damn. Yeah. And then Patrick's got one. God's fired, house is burned, sons lost, victory. Nice. Yeah. yeah, let's go with the taco. Okay, I got a bunch for this one. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Riggs ain't too old to kill redcoats. <laughs> Patchwork flag is metaphor for shitty America. Yeah. Damn. Dead sons awaken American rage freedom savage. American rage freedom savage. Spinster got a second house with slaves. Yeah. Damn. Oh my God. And freedom, guns, prayers, military, flags, boner city. I'd be an American. It's an America wet dream. It really is. Jesus. I'm free. Damn. Quick, somebody call Lee Greenwood. Greg. Uh, I got a few. Hold on. Oh, well, ready. Oh, we, we can do we can go to depal and do you yeah, next get me, get me. all right depal okay uh charlotte is colonial high lol <laughs> those, those boys found out pops was gangster <laughs> standing in a field face to face shooting you got me fucked up <laughs> And bundling bags were a real thing. LOL. What? What was that what? last one? Say that again? The bundling, the bundling bags were a real thing. LOL. Oh, yeah. I, I like stopped the movie and did research on that shit. I was like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> it didn't I mean, stop much like, of anything because they still got it. Well, yeah, I was, was gonna say wouldn't homeboy just like have a pocket knife and like dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut a dick hole out. 
Done deal. Uh, Greg, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I think I am. All right, go ahead, bro. Uh, I'm pretty sure I cheated on one or two of these, but man, whatever. It's like one extra word on a couple of them. Uh, let's see. Good old American gorillas beating British ass. <laughs> Tread on me. I'll beat the tea and crumpets out you. <laughs> Uh, drumming in battle, not my black ass. <laughs> Real. <laughs> All right, uh, Soldier Gibson, you'll be taking the uh, snare. Uh, no, I'm not. No, sir. I'll put me in the back of the I'll take that bayonet right there, or else I'm taking my ass home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Finally, I have to say this in my uh, racist voice. How dare Kaepernick disrespect these brave troops? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I fucking love that. Good one. This is this is this is what he's kneeling against. He kneels, he's disrespecting these brave militia men right here. Patriots! Please uh -huh. patriots. About to order me a Benjamin Martin 1776 jersey. <laughs> Carolina ain't got no team though. I mean, he's two and zero in war, so you know he undefeated. Oh he's undefeated, bro. <laughs> Wally, what's the jersey? Because South Carolina doesn't have a team. Oh. University of South you Carolina. Mean what, you mean what's the, what's no. like the home colors? No, yeah. the South Carolina Ghosts. <laughs> ah, that's the logo. Ah. <laughs> 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 Who's <laughs> <laughs> next, Greg? Wally, go ahead. The pointy hat—that's their—that's their logo. Ooh. Wait, what are we doing right now? Seven word. I, just, I already did mine. Yeah, it's yeah. Justin. Oh, Justin. Yeah, Justin, Katie. you go. Go ahead, Justin. Uh, I have one, and it's super duper poignant. I guess because this was like just before the election, and this is where my brain was. It says, "It's a line from the movie. It says, this war will be fought amongst us." Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ew, poignant indeed. <laughs> I'm gonna take a swig. Ew. <laughs> All right, was that everybody? Uh, that's everyone. All right, mine is. I only had one. Uh, two Australians help win the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Joker was Australian too. Yeah, yeah I was like, he's not. He's not American. They're both Australian. All our favorite people are not from America. <laughs> American as fuck in this movie. They were. No. Nice tail, got it. Hey, back to the John Wayne thing. This was, of course, during the election. I was like, kind of mad, and I'm like, God damn, just that soundtrack. I want to do something American, right? Yeah. Okay. Did you vote? That's the most American. I voted early. Came out June twenty eighth, two thousand. Jeez. What do you guys think the budget was? Taco. $60 million. Uh, Steve. $95 million. Uh, Emma. Don't let Greg go last. 78.6. Dollary Dizzles. Uh, oh. Patrick. 
I'm gonna probably say seventy-eight thousand. Seventy-eight million. Million. Yeah. It's gonna be. <laughs> Stop <laughs> that over the handle camera. <laughs> this was all shot on an iPhone. <laughs> Somehow. Yes, in the year two thousand. <laughs> Seven years early. <laughs> All right, Deepal. Oh god, it's it's been brought to you by the Cancun Board of Tourism. Give me a free trip. Let's go with a hundred and twenty million dollars. A lot of big names. Uh, Greg. And I bet. Yeah. Actually, I abstain. I just wanted. I know Otis wanted to do my thing. <laughs> he looked it up. Abstain. Okay. Wally. He saw it. Greg Lyon. I'm not lying. <laughs> Want me to say the number? Want me to say the number? I'll say it right fucking no, now. Don't. Don't. No, don't. No, 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 no. God damn it. Wally. You're trying some new tactic. You're going to make me say it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I'll be it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And I'm, just... I'm the last one? No. No. I haven't no. got Don't do it. You see me? Don't do it. <laughs> Fucking do it. So What's your bid, man? Hundred million. Damn. Paranoid. That's literally what I wrote down. Justin. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be on top. I'm hundred mil with Wally. Otis. Uh. What was Wally's? hundred mil. Hundred mil. <laughs> hey, Greg. And I. Yeah. <laughs> $100.1. You gonna do it in place of them? All right, I'm ready to go now. Gosh, okay. <laughs> so the retail price for the Patriot was $110 million. Oh, over. So Deepow just went over and Otis wins because he tried to fuck Justin over. The Greg method. And Wally. The Greg method. Yeah, pulling the Greg method. As it turns out, it works every yeah. time. Wally's, Wally's usually close, so just bid more than him. Yeah, just bid a little bit more than Wally. You're probably it's a compliment, Wally, really. Yeah, you're good, you're good at judging budgets. You're, you're, you're so wise. All right. Now, for box office, how much money do you think this movie made? Taco. Tree fitty. $350 million. Steve. $450 million. $400? Shit. Yes. Okay. One too. Americans love movies about America. You're yes. right. Uh, Emma. What did you, what did you guess? Let's spend it at $450. $350 and $450. Oh. I'm gonna go with $360. Uh, Patrick. Uh, let's do eight mil. <laughs> it cost a hundred and ten. <laughs> what do you think it did? Nobody saw over? this shithole film. How about you add a couple zeros for that and call it eight hundred? This will be ripped apart. Does it eighty million or eight hundred million? <laughs> 800 million. 800 million. Okay, that's more. Let's spend it now. Let's spend that bad. I don't even have a sponsor for this bid because of that. Good. Uh, go with. 
580 million. 580, goddamn. Wally. In um, the year 2000. <clears throat> I'll say it. I'll say it doubled, doubled its budget. So let's call it up. 103. Uh, 103, sorry. 203. 203. So odd number. Uh, Greg, <laughs> did you also see the budget or the box office? Haiti! Yes, I did! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. 300 mil. Otis. Uh, I'm going to say this movie at least tripled. I'm, I'm going to go with Justin. Uh, I'm going to say 300. All right. And the winner is Wally. God damn it. I should have just stopped doing it. By how much? So you Some said fish. 203 million. The worldwide box office for this film was 215.3 million. That's it. Dang. In America, than that. in America, this movie only made three million dollars. Oh, this movie Jesus. made 113 million dollars, so only three million dollar profit because apparently wow. nobody wanted to see this movie in the year. But it got a lot of awards. I mean, that's very, I mean what was, um, actually, that makes sense. I mean, what was, the, what was the release date? June 28th. June 28th, 2000. So, like, right the before Fourth of July, turn and it yeah. still only did day. <laughs> yep. If I mean, this movie, if this movie was re-released now. It, it would, would make that oh, in one weekend. Kill. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta not act like a movie making 113 million dollars in 2000 is is nothing. It's, it's not Shit. nothing to laugh at. It's just this movie just cost a shit ton to make at the time. Yeah. Like 113 million dollars box Three million here. I know, but I'm saying is it made 113 million dollars. Oh, it no, just cost some. Yeah, it just caught. No, that was worldwide. But I'm saying. The American box office is 113 million. That's a good box office. It just costs a shit ton to make. Yeah, a lot. They had, to pay, a lot of, budget. They had to pay a yeah. lot of top actors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it didn't. It yeah. didn't. Do... Mel Gibson alone got paid 25 million dollars to be in this film. <laughs> they, they had to, they had to rent they had to rent out a lot of wheat fields. Damn, <laughs> they had to get a lot of <clears throat> and they spent That's a fortune on Charlotte's corsets. <laughs> I think I feel like a lot of I feel like the after like there was like a lot of awards for this movie I remember for some reason and I guess Push like them after together. it would be like Charlotte but I guess there would be, yeah I guess like, I guess it, after it was like the after the award show that's kind of when it like really blew up because I know like it was popular for a while but I didn't think it was it didn't underperform but I thought it would have done a little better than that yeah. This was pre 9 11, so we were pretty mad about America. Yeah, imagine That's Emmerich going back Very to the true. studio like, we need another 50 grand for Charlotte's breasts. We didn't have, <laughs> they don't look we didn't have America boners. <laughs> Charlotte had some big ass headshots. <laughs> I had sex with Charlotte, too. I had sex with Charlotte, too, man. That was yeah. That was that was Occam in the background. I was like, yeah. on I the trees. Hey, I hey, had sex with Charlotte too, man. Push them so, together. This movie. Yeah, yeah. let's soak up. Let's soak up them honkers. Of Damn people it. just being tired of war, like at the moment, because a month before this film came out, Gladiator came out. 
Uh, oh, that's what it was. Everybody it was. went and saw Gladiator. Everybody yeah. was still seeing Gladiator. Everybody, yeah, everybody <laughs> was done in by that shit. That makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world now. Yeah. yeah that makes, every, everything makes sense. I don't need another three-hour epic. I don't. I, I, that's I already saw weird Gladiator. Oh, oh, I saw. I, I saw that one movie a month ago. I can't spend the twelve dollars to go see a movie this month. Like because they were. They were it was like Gladiator. Gladiator. American economy was not doing so hot, Steve. Still in the theaters <laughs> at the thought... time that this film came out would have been uh, Mission Impossible Two. Woo! That's a good one. Shanghai Noon. Woo! Oh, it's not. trash. Uh, gone in Wait, sixty oh, seconds. Shanghai Noon. Ooh. Shanghai Noon, Gone in 60 Seconds. Damn. Ooh, um, a lot of competition. Big Mama's House. That's a competition, dude. Fantastic. Damn, Big Mama's House for the Black Boat? Shaft. Ooh, damn. Big Mama's House for the Black Boat? Shaft. Ooh, I love that movie. Wait, Shanghai Noon was added in 2000? Yeah. yeah. And then the first one. Yeah, Shanghai Noon. The other one's called Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon came out May 26th. Wow. 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 I thought that was I thought that was like 2004. Wow. (laughs) No, because Jackie was still high, was still riding that rush hour high from the year before. Hey, speaking of rush hour, was was Cornwallis uh June Town? Yes, that was June Town. It was June Town. June June Town. Ain't gonna be rush hour too. <laughs> All right. Does anyone have anything else to add about the Patriot? Uh, it's a great movie. We talked a lot of shit about it, but it's a great movie. Yeah, it is actually a really great movie. Right? Some- <laughs> yeah. So uh everyone it's likes the Patriot. You guys should all check it out. It is a long movie, but you kind of get lost in it. You don't really recognize how long it is until you look at your watch when it's all done and you're like, fuck, it's been like three hours. Braveheart in America. Yeah, it is Braveheart in America. Literally, same guy, same dude doing the same yep. shit. He's no Not longer far sick. from the same story. He's still fighting the British, so yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> or the hey, English, English. If you have a PlayStation Four and you play Ghost of Tsushima, it's a lot like this game. Uh, <laughs> hey, he's <laughs> called the same thing. Hey, he's fighting in a very dirty way that people really don't like because it's not traditional. Play Ghost of Tsushima. It's a good game. <laughs> get your fucking Sony plug out of here. It's a good game. Fuck you. <laughs> it's got a pretty low rating. Ooh. You got low rating. Fuck you. Oh, you do probably have low rating. <laughs> that was a lot. Okay. Ooh. So if you'd like so to burned. check us out, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Allentown Pod. <laughs> I'm flipping it up on you and you're gonna get fucked. That was uh, you can email us with comments or questions or concerns at Allentownpresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, it is Allentown Presents. Good job, Fuck, you man. did it. Woo. You remembered. I'm I'm so proud proud about these oh, things. Shit. I know. This is, it's a change. Uh, yeah, so thank you for checking us out. Uh you can find us anywhere where uh Jesus. Podcast, where probably. podcasts can be found. Where Jesus is? Damn. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where Jesus is. We're everywhere. <laughs> Find oh, us at any church. Yeah. Don't Pick brown. one. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't listen to us at church, though. Yeah. Listen right. to us everywhere. We're awesome. Not the right Fuck lady. church. Jesus Christ. Kevin, oh, calm it down, <laughs> man. It's unnecessary. 
Is he drunk? Yeah. No, he's just he's an ass. Yes. Infernal Cavington. My man goes to earth we, today. We, yeah. we had a little bit of time off, so everybody's all hot and got extra. Ah, I'll be the guys. first torch thrower. Yes. <laughs> uh, so asshole. so uh, we had a little bit of a break. Uh, family life happened. So Katie and Emma, they're going to get going hardcore on war stuff. There's going to be a ton of episodes. I'll mm-hmm. pop up in it because we'll make promises we can't keep. Uh, there will be some episodes. Now you're gonna go mild <laughs> and make war movies. Yeah, because we this... got Christmas after this. Yeah, I know in this month. But um, uh, I'll pop up. Uh, the boys, we have two, three, 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 three more episodes of war stuff to do. Um, this is really fun. I, I like Katie and you know leading and stuff is really cool. I would hope. Huh? He said he hopes you like Katie. Yeah, she's all right, I guess. Uh, but no, but it's really cool. And then Christmas will happen. And then I will break out of my chrysalis of video games and stuff in January and come back. But this is really fun. I'm excited. Uh, war movies are all right. But uh, there's a couple I want to like watch. They're all right. Uh, they're not as cool as war movies. But uh, but yeah, no, this is really fun. You know, thank you for listening. Like uh, like we always say, if this is your first episode, hey, it's a good one. There's a lot of a lot of spots where you grimace and laugh and stuff because my friends they like to say things that are ridiculous on on the air uh if you've been here since the beginning thank you guido uh watch the patriot guido you probably watched it already hey england uh, we still won ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh katie you, you can send us out katie <laughs> you already did it basically they thank got us back in the war of 1812 um, yeah see you next week uh, uh, they burnt the white house no. okay bye guys Bye, everyone. Ain't my one house.